Our first reading from Isaiah looks forward to that great day when God will finally fulfill the promise he made so long ago to Adam and Eve. That promise to send a Messiah who would set all things right, especially the thing of death, which implies dealing with death's underlying cause, sin. That day in the future will be like a feast that God throws for all peoples. That day is now, Jesus is saying in the gospel. God, the king, is throwing a feast, a wedding feast for his son. The disciples and the prophets before them have been sent out to summon the invited guests, the chief priests, elders, other Israelites, but many declined or even hostily rejected the invitation. Yet all are welcome. The promise of old extends to all peoples, which is part of the reason the Gospels highlight Jesus dining with the high class and the low class, the rich and the poor, the healthy and the sick, the bad and the good alike. God's feast day has begun their show. But Jesus did heal the sick, right, and cast out demons. And he did forgive sins and say, go and sin no more. All are welcome and all are bound by objective religious and moral standards. That's what wearing the proper wedding garment and the wailing and grinding of teeth and the rejected invitations are about. Many are invited but few are suitable to be chosen. It's certainly a point of the parable that runs contrary to the sense of inclusivity and entitlement in our day, isn't it? Right, so the question becomes, are we in the improper garment or declining invitations God is extending to us? You know, what comes to mind that's probably a good place to start. We often know how we're saying no to God, don't we? So what's pricking your conscience? And if there's nothing, you might ask the question, why is my conscience not working? Start with what it's raising to the surface there. Also take note of what your spouse parents or a good friend has had the courage to suggest to you, your family schedule is insane. You're even missing mass on the weekends. Or you're just spending too much time on your devices. You're missing out on the better part of life. Or you're drinking too much or spending too much or being lazy and just plain mean. Or you're even leaving mass early. I mean, that's a big deal. It's the wedding feast, the lamb after all. It foreshadows and participates in heaven. If you're stepping away, to what are you stepping? And finally, the invitation in the gospel was issued through the king's servants. So you might ask the question, have there been invitations from priests in the past to volunteer, participate, help pray, or tithe that you realistically could and should do? You know, if you've come up with excuses, how do they compare with the parables ignoring the invitation? 
because life at home on the farm or at the business took priority. And that pretty much encompasses all of life, doesn't it? Home and work. You know, from God's vantage point, it's got to seem crazy. It's a feast, a party, through which he's inviting us, not drudgery, digging ditches, dullness. It's a place where life in abundance is offered, where friendship, joy, and peace are. It's where our character is formed religiously and morally. And note how ironic this is. Jesus says elsewhere that the kingdom of God is not about eating and drinking. It's about justice, love, and peace. The feast, the foods are to indicate that, that true nourishment which we need. You know, with him is the forgiveness of our sins and triumph over death. And we want to be excused or to dictate entrance standards? Now, the wedding feast has begun. We participate in it here and extend it into our little corner of the world when we leave. Advancing together towards the sun who will return to complete what he's invited us to help him do.